Hello, 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 everybody, and we're back. Yes, we are. This is Allie. And this is Will. Yay! Yeah, she said yay because I actually doing what she said to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if they remember what I said to do or not to do. I don't know. Not say I'm back. There you go. But I just said it. I just said it. So, yeah. So, good evening, everyone. And we uh, we hope that so far we're in day four of day, day three. three. I'm yes. sorry. I jumped ahead. Woo-wee. It's okay. I know it's been a long day and it's nighttime now. You're already thinking about tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. Um, so we've been, uh, the last few days we've been going over, um, talking about the Advent and, um, preparing the way for, uh, going into Christmas Eve and Christmas of Jesus's birth. And, um, while reflecting today, I was like, you know, I never really thought about Advent before, before now. Like, I've seen Advent calendars. I've seen people, you know, do the different days and you pull out a cute little treat for the kids and stuff. I've <laughs> seen all that, but I've never really dived into what that was. Yeah, or, what does it mean? What's even it all understand. About? Yeah, so... I kind of did a little bit of research, not much, because you know me, I'm not a research person, but, <laughs> but um, the Advent actually is the arrival, it means the arrival of a notable person, thing, or event, and Advent is the preparation of Christ coming. So it makes perfect, perfectly good sense um, that it would be this would be a time for prayer and for fasting and and just preparing that for, you know. So is the Advent always like twenty four days? I don't it's always twenty four. Yes, it's always it's always the twenty fourth day because of course then there's Christmas. So mm. voila, there he is, and. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but there's an ab- there's actually an Advent wreath, and the wreath and the candles actually signify um, certain parts of Jesus and his and his coming. And so let's kind of jump into that a little bit, and then I'll turn it over to you, Will, because um, you have some good scripture coming in tonight. Yeah. Um, so the Advent actually um, the Advent candles. There's four of them with one in the middle. And the the four on the outside actually come in different shades of color. So wait a minute, color. that mean there are five candles? Well, there's five, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, four and, and one in the middle, so that's five. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um, see, me and the basic math. Me, I got to do that common core math with Jaden. <laughs> anyway, so they um, the colors actually mean something. So they come in purple, pink, and white. Oh, they have to be different colors? The candles? They have to, the candles have to be per- different colors. And so the purple actually is represents repentance and fasting. And But on the other end of that, you know, uh, purple in the Bible is royalty. what? Royalty. Yeah, that's why. I'm the co- king of kings. Yeah, that's why I'm confused. Yes. Purple is, it, yes. it, it, it is repentance and... Yes. Well, because yeah. during Advent, that's what you're doing. You're actually... Um, you're you know repenting and you're fasting in preparation because what do we normally do when we want something big to happen uh, when we want to hear 
the truth the truth of fasting is you really want to hear from God. Right. You want, you want something right. from God. Mm-hmm. You want to become you want your relationship to be closer with God. Exactly. So be stronger mm-hmm. and to cut off the flesh. Right. We do it in the Western world because mm-hmm. yeah, we want something. Right. But the true meaning and the true pr- reason why you fast is to, is to have that relationship to, to go deeper and to cut off the flesh. Right. Right. And so that's what that is. So then the next color is their pink or rose color, and those represent joy and rejoicing. And those are also known as the shepherd's candle or the candle of joy. So if I come bring a pink, a pink royal, a rose, it means uh, joy and and all that other stuff too. Not just <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> but they do have colors with the roses too. I should have did this on YouTube so you guys can see my facial, and that's probably why we don't do YouTube because my facial is just too much. And then lastly, there's the white candle. And so that white candle is purity, light, godliness, and it's also a symbol of victory. So is the white candle in the middle? Yes. Oh. Yes, it is. So so there are four candles. When you do the wreath, a lot of people do a wreath. And so, of course, that's all, you know, the green and all of that around there. And then the four candles are placed around it with the white right in the middle. And so um, how that's set up is the... um, The prophecy candle or the candle of hope is based off of Romans 15, 12, 13. You want me to read sure, that? go for it. I'll, I'll have to get to it. So keep okay. On for you. And then the second candle, which is purple, um, that's the Bethlehem or candle of preparation. That also has um, all these have scripture ties, and I'll put that in our in our um, in our notes on the podcast, so you can refer to those later. That would be found out of Luke three, four, and six. And with Romans fifteen, what? Mm, fifteen, twelve through thirteen. Okay. And then the third candle, which is pink, which is the shepherd's candle um, or the candle of joy. That also is found in Luke 2, 7 through 15. Then the fourth candle, which is purple, which is can is also called, can be called um, the angel candle or the love candle. That's out of John 3, 16, 17. And we automatically, whenever we hear John 3, 16, we know what that is, right? Yes. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Um, all these candles symbolize the light of God coming into the world through the birth of his son. And then the four outer candles, uh, represent the waiting the four Sundays because there's literally four Sundays before the birth of Jesus. Is it? I'm looking at the calendar. Yeah. Uh, the way, well, well the mm-hmm. birth, I would say the birth of Jesus, but there's four Sundays mm-hmm. before the actual and that's the, the a- and that's the Jesus. advent leading up to that. Yeah. yeah. So it's four Sundays, and then there was. Now, I need you to look this up and verify this because I didn't go into any deeper than this, but it said it was four centuries of waiting between the prophet Malachi and the birth of Jesus. That's true. Four Four centuries. centuries. Yeah, that's true. So I was like, how did Malachi get into that? Did he... I I don't know how Malachi got into the whole thing, but yeah, there were four four centuries. I mean, God really worked to talk about 400 years and, Mm -hmm. and the thing for... It, this whole thing about the 400 years there's the old talk about there was no prophecy there were no prophets during mm-hmm. this whole period of 400 years right. and all these things and so there was all these wars and different mm-hmm. things going on during all this time and if people felt like there was 
nothing godlike right. on okay. the earth okay. during that time. So okay. yeah, there's was, there was a lot going on. But yes, 400 years between Malachi and um, and the birth of Christ. So with all that being said, um, with the four we- with the four candles and the four weeks, um, each week actually symbolizes the fruit of the spirit, which is hope, mm. joy love and peace and, and so let me read that uh, yeah on uh, um, romans uh, yeah. 15 12 <laughs> i'm just going to read the first two uh, romans okay. 12 uh, romans 15 12 and and 13 and yeah. i'm using the new king james version right now and it says and again isaiah says and remember mm-hmm. this is isaiah talking about now Right. We're now in the New Testament, right? And, and somebody has about... the scrolls, mm-hmm. and they're reading the scrolls, and this is what Isaiah said: mm-hmm. How many years before Christ? Seven hundred. Seven hundred years, years. Yeah. So here it is. Here it is again, and again Isaiah says, "There shall be a root of Jesse, mm. and he shall, I mean, and he who shall rise to the reign over the jet." Oops, sorry. Let me start over. And I get, I get so excited, <laughs> I can't even read. Right, but here we go. And again, Isaiah says, there shall be a root of Jesse and he who shall rise to reign over the Gentiles in him, the Gentiles shall hope. Mm. Now, this is verse 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy Mm -hmm. and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. There you now, go. Those, those, those are some of the fruit of the Spirit. Peace, yes. hope, love, mm-hmm. joy. And all. There you go with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that takes us all the way back to Isaiah. Right. Um, Isaiah chapter 11, which we'll get into uh, a little bit later she's, uh, after we finish talking about the Advent calendar. But, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. That, but that was just a little background on, you know, um, on what Advent is and what that's, you know, what each, each candle symbolizes and so forth. There is a meaning behind it. And so it's, um, I, and I never, you know, looked into, I've never up to this point, never, you know, thought about it or even given it second thoughts. So I was like, yeah, so yeah, we're beyond that, you know, having an advent calendar and pulling little chocolates out of there that's good and fine but here's the real meaning behind this advent you know time that we're in so um and for those of you that are listening and that are maybe you know biblical scholars theology and all of that i'm not saying i'm not we're not promoting anything other than what will God's word and that's what we do. In Jesus, this we're going to give you God's word. Yeah, Jesus this Christ. is it. So <laughs> don't take it any kind of way like, oh, they're looking into another religion. It's not. It's not about that. But it's digging, like Will said last night. In order to know where you're going, you have to know where you're coming, where you've been, and where you come from. And so um, I just thought that was really interesting. I was like, wow, that is really, really cool because I never knew. I never even knew that. And so um, just to know and have a piece more of knowing who Jesus was and is, is, is worth and, it. It's, and it's, it's also, also good to, it's also good to have an understanding of why people do the advent calendar, knowing mm-hmm. like, like you said earlier, that mm-hmm. people do these type of calendars for the birth of something like royalty was mm-hmm. coming and, yeah. and things like that. And they celebrate it mm-hmm. for now. How do they know it's exactly uh, 24 days I have no clue so but, it's from the first um, well it starts it starts as early as November the, uh, like November 30th all the way through to um, 
But this is just the advent calendar for the birth of Christ. Yeah. But there's uh, uh, people do it uh, uh, in the past for, I guess, other royalty and things like that. I'm sure. Sort, but, I'm sure. But this is the one so, for the birth yeah, of Christ. So, yeah, this is for, um, this is, you know, the, the you know, for the birth for Jesus, definitely. So I just thought that was a nice little piece to give everybody. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Mr. Will. We are in Isaiah tonight. Yes, we are. Isaiah 11, <laughs> right? Yeah, Isaiah 11. And I'm just going to, you know, I'm I'm not going to jump around too many of the verses on there, but um, I'm going to go from the English Standard Version. Ooh, okay. Because if I really start, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. If I really start reading these the first nine verses in Isaiah, I'll start to preaching, and I don't want to get to preaching on this day. But, but it's so true because of what these these words are very strong and very right, powerful. Right. And, right. and again, we got we got to recognize this is seven seven hundred years before mm-hmm. Christ, and, and and it starts off just like the Rome, just like in what I just read in Romans chapter twelve. Right. Um, it starts off uh the pretty much the same same way that the, whoever who that was that was reading that that the scripture at that time was talking about uh what isaiah was saying and so in isaiah in isaiah chapter 11 verse 1 it says there shall come forth and this is the english standard version okay there shall come forth a shoot from the stump of jesse mm. right up the middle something's growing off the family of jesse now that was mm-hmm. even many years ago um and it says and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit so God's saying right there off off of the branch of Jesse. You know, we all have you ever done a family tree? Have you ever like done these family tree things? Yeah, we did. Remember them? we did family tree before. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> We've had done it before. Yeah. But but if you ever done a family tree, it's just a simple just how and this is what they're doing, the family tree of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It right. came from the family of Jesse. Um, but there's fruit there. But this is what really, really, really sticks to me. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Yes. It's like when Christ got baptized, the spirit of the Lord came upon him like a ascending dove. Mm-hmm. It shall rest upon him. And, and not only that, it says the spirit of wisdom and understanding, mm-hmm. the spirit of counsel and might. Mm-hmm. One, we talked about that the other day. Yeah. One of the names, wonderful counselor. Mm-hmm. So um, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge mm-hmm. and fear of the Lord. Right. And and his delight shall be the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see. <laughs> now, that's a good one right there, because we should not be judging yeah. by even ourselves. Right, we should not be judging what our eyes see. Right. In right. other words, he's saying he's not worried about what his eyes see. Mm-hmm. He's going to judge from what's inside. Inside. Yes. So because he does live inside of us. Right. Um. So. Or decide disputes by what he hears. Right. So he don't want to hear all that gossip. Come on now. He don't want to hear all that gossip about people. <laughs> so he's not going to decide it by what he hears. Um, but with righteousness, mm. that he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And I like that word. Uh. It's like equality. He's going to treat everybody the same. All the humble people, the meek, he could, you, you, you get the same thing. And the, and the Bible does speak about that, how he, you know, first, last, and last mm-hmm. is first, mm-hmm. you know. So, but I want to jump down to something right here. You, you, you ever heard of something called the, the armor of God? No, never. <laughs> but do you know? Never. I, <laughs> I've never heard of that. Ephesians chapter 6, starting about mm-hmm. verse 10. Oh, let me look that up. <laughs> But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna step because you know it it it, it really um 
caught me not i don't say by surprise but right here isaiah is already talking about the armor of god mm. <laughs> 700 years before christ or before even wait this is way not 700 years before christ but even before ephesians where, where it's in many years right. <laughs> several yeah. years later um but here if you jump down to um verse five he's going to talk about the righteousness it says righteousness shall be the belt of his waist and faithfulness the belt of his loins now the armor of god talks about what mm. it talks about the belt of truth which right. is righteousness mm -hmm. so all this is just telling you that what is to come is jesus christ we need to wear that belt of righteousness around us okay we need to wear mm -hmm. that, that that belt of righteousness around us, which is jesus christ and then it goes on to talk about how we all should come together even in this the bible speaks of that too how we should all come together under mm -hmm. the church but they'll be good and they'll be bad but the the wolf will lie with the sheep mm -hmm. um uh, the calf will lie with this so it'll be all these different types of people mm -hmm. see here that uses animals as symbols but there'll be different types of people different nationalities different races of people coming together right under the house of God. That sounds like revival to me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a revival. That sounds like and, revival. And, and I think that's what we should have. It should, it should lead to a revival when a when a bunch of people come together, mm -hmm. different ethnic uh, um, ethnicities come together under mm -hmm. the house of God. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm not. An, if we take animals, an ox is not a a sheep. An eagle is not a frog. Mm -hmm. But yet they can still come in the same house together. Right, right. You know, that that's the biggest thing, and they can and they can do this all because of Christ of what is to come. Well, he says it right there. Uh, the leopard shall lie down with a young goat. Yes. Now I don't know about you, but I watch Discovery, <laughs> and leopards don't normally lie with goats. They take them out. Yes, that's so <laughs> that true. is their. That's what they're designed for. But in this instance, he's saying that no, they will lie down. Yes. So, and a little child shall lead them. That's it. The little child shall lead them, mm -hmm. and that's basically what isaiah is saying right here yeah a little child is going to come that's going to lead the people Ooh, <laughs> that's exciting guys and we should be excited we should the 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 excitement anticipation should be mounting it really should because we know that come december 24th like i know as families gather and you know they have everybody you know different you know families have different traditions and all of that but this should be in the forefront like that night should definitely be the night of all nights to say like we're going to take a minute and we're just really going to stop and say you know what thank you god for giving us this gift mm -hmm. and i want to say something because you know sure. there's a lot of, there there's a lot of people out there like you can stop me huh <laughs> but there's a lot of people out there who say you know it, we shouldn't celebrate christmas it's mm. it's a pagan type of uh what do you call it holiday or whatever mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it is however just as paul said you become like he became like everything so that he could reach people mm -hmm. there are so many things that are that are man-made that we can use to reach the people for christ right and, and and just like paul when he ran into the 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 when he was walking in the marketplace and they had the sign there that said the unknown god mm. 
he used that to reach the people. Huh. The unknown God. Who is that unknown God? Right. Well, let me tell you of a God that I know. Right. Okay. Right. So let me tell you of a Jesus Christ that was born that I know. Right. Let me use this Christmas to tell you about the story of Jesus Christ. Right. That I know that came as a savior to save uh -huh. me. So whether you have, whether you want to celebrate Christmas or not, uh -huh. my question is, do you celebrate the birth of Christ? Right. Oh, that's a good one, Will. That is very good. And so that, I think that, like, we'll just leave that right there. Like, <laughs> yeah. as you guys go out or whatever, I mean, we don't know. I don't know if, at this point much of who's going out and who's doing what. <laughs> Are you getting out or are we going to get Ooh, Lordy. That's another whole different topic. Yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, you could definitely use to let that light shine, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you may not celebrate Christmas, but do you celebrate the birth of Jesus? You're absolutely you, are right. Are you telling everybody yeah. about the birth of Christ? Absolutely. That is awesome. So do you want to leave our listeners with anything else? I would just want to leave you with celebrating the birth of Christ. I mean, This is I getting really, exciting. I'm it's, excited. Yes. It's, it's celebrating the birth of Christ. It's, yes. cele it's, it's celebrating life. Absolutely. Know? I Absolutely. mean, we, we go out and we have baby showers every time, you know, mm -hmm. somebody's getting pregnant, about to have a baby. Well, why not have a party for the birth of Christ? Right. <laughs> well, that's what supposedly um, Christmas, but I think it's gone a whole different way because we spend so much more on the material things as first, you know, versus and we're guilty too i'm not even gonna lie because because i know some stuff and so this is gonna definitely be a christmas <laughs> so, uh, yeah. braving the cold weather on a mission boy i tell you the things grandparents will do for their grandkids right <laughs> hey i'm not into it I, that, that, that's a nana thing <laughs> he was right there with me be quiet anyway so guys so just we hope that you know i know it seems like it goes by really fast but even in in the midst of our you know short time together there's a lot there and so like i said um i will definitely drop all the scriptures at the end of this um so you can reference those reference those on your own time and you can read through those and um let's just keep letting the anticipation you know just just let it build and get excited i can imagine like now i know what the what the three wise men were feeling when they were on wow oh, it was on a mission right mm -hmm. oh my gosh this is so cool so i'm excited and i can't wait till we get to the part where we talk about the three wise men because there are so many wise tales about oh my gosh anyway <laughs> okay guys we're gonna wrap it up here we hope that you have a great great evening and uh wherever you're listening from listening to us um we pray that that you would just continue to tap into the love, hope, joy, and peace that God has for you. So if you um, like what you hear and you want to hear more, keep on coming back, share it with your friends and family. If you want to reach out to us, feel free to drop us a, a message at godspot316 at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So until tomorrow, bye.